Welcome back <clears throat> to the podcast, everybody. This is the Mock Draft 4.0. If you haven't already, check out the 3.0, the 2.0. But uh, so this will be two rounds of the draft. So we'll get it going and we'll start. And if you haven't already, I'll actually check out the division breakdowns that I did. Um, uh, I think it was a week ago. We did I did the AFC and then the NFC. So record predictions, who I think is coming in first, roster breakdowns, stuff like that. So if you want to check that out, that's fine. But we'll start with Jacksonville with the number one pick. And Trevor Lawrence. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll draft him there. Um, so that's what's going to be the first round pick. It's It's pretty much locked in there. It's kind of these other picks that have to be uh, into place. But Trevor Lawrence won to the Jaguars. Now the Jets at two. Quarterbacks possible. I think they would like Zach Wilson there to be the face of their franchise. So Zach Wilson at two. I had him going there. I think that's out of BYU. I think that's who they would want after trading Sam Darnold. You want to get big arm. And that's something that you can build your future around right there. And new coach, it could be a better system for him. You know, then if Adam Gase was still there, that could have got bad. But so now we get to San Francisco at three after their trade. And just San Francisco, I think, would take a quarterback here. I mean, I think that's pretty obvious. And I, I'm going to go Trey Lance here, actually, to them at three. I know they like Mac Jones, and that's been the rumor, but I think they actually go with Trey Lance out of North Dakota State. Just a bigger arm, and Trey Lance was playing with subpar talent when Mac Jones was playing with Heisman winner. So, you know, that's also could. You know, this this would be perfect for him because he can run well, and he has weapons there. There's fast teams, so that'd be perfect fit. And now you get to the Falcons, and I think that you could possibly see four quarterbacks go off the board. I wouldn't find that crazy at all to, uh, to see that. It would be tough, I think. But I think at four, I don't. I don't think the Falcons go quarterback. Actually, I think they would actually go somewhere else. So I think they would probably opt for actually Kyle Pitts here, tight end, since wide receiver hybrid. They need it. It's a need. You've seen it a lot. I don't know if they go quarterback. The draft. I would think that they would. But it's tough. I mean, I'm going to go Pitts at four to the Falcons. Now you get to pick number five for the Bengals. Again, probably you're getting a tackle here in Panay Sewell. I mean, you probably just opt to take him there um, because you need protection for Joe Burrow at any cost. I mean, that's just, you saw it when he, towards ACO, I mean, that, and he, not only that, he just got lit up every game, so Sewell has to be the pick there if he falls to five, which, I mean, he probably will. Sewell, five to the Bengals. Next up, you get to the Dolphins, and receivers there, Jamar Chase, and I think that's an easy drop button for them. Big target, big X receiver, and he can go after the catch. That would be a great weapon for Tua, who they're trying to build the offense around. So now we get into the Lions. Lions are interesting, too, because they could use tackle. Rashawn Slater's there. 
Hmm. This is another team like I could see them go in QB here. I would I would not be shocked if they went QB. They have Jared Goff, but is he really the the um, the future there? Um, and Denver's right there. I know I'm not doing trades in this, so but uh, and Denver's right behind you, and they could easily opt to take a QB. Uh, I mean, Mac Jones is there. Justin Fields. Uh, this is the. the this um this pan, this uh, Lions pick is tough to pick here because I think they had receivers almost too big of a need after they lost their top two targets and they didn't really fill it with anybody else so I think it's just too big of a need to just ignore so I think they would opt I think they would go Devontae Smith in this situation there. Speed guy, you know, you could you could take Waddle, but that's back to back receivers. I would go Smith to the Lions, and now you get to the Panthers, and Fields is still there. I can't let him pass longer. I know they just traded for Sam Darnold, but I mean, if Sam Darnold doesn't work, you can easily. I mean, they did not give him that much to get him. So if you could, you could easily just flip Darnold if he doesn't work for a year. Try him out. Let. I know it's two young quarterbacks. It's a weird thing, but you can trade Bridgewater. That clears the QB room. And I just think Fields is too good to pass up on. He plays a lot like Cam Newton. Big body, run it around. Accuracy's got it down. Tough. Can make the right play. But in the big moments, it didn't really work. You could see that in the college championship for Fields and for the Super Bowl for Cam. And then it just kind of went downfall for Cam. But who knows? Maybe Fields can uptick. So now... It's the Broncos, right? And they could go back. You could go back to back QBs here too. You want the Mac, Mac attack, Mac Jones. Mm, it's tough, you know. Corners another need, but they kind of they actually did well addressing that. So I don't think they go there. I think that they would take Mac Jones here at pick number nine because when you look, a Drew Lock just isn't the answer, right? So something has to, you know, either, you know. They try them out for too long. It's just not been good. So you have to get a sure quarterback that you know that you can trust under there. Um, and he was great last year. You know, he had a lot of talent, but too inconsistent from Drew Locke. Mac Jones, it's consistent. Now you get to the uh, Cowboys, and they can use corner, and that's right there. I mean, that's Patrick Sertan uh, right there sitting for you. That's going to be your island quarterback, your guy that can take the top receiver. The speed's there, obviously. Uh, so, I mean, that's just going to, you know, when he can, uh, you know, another thing that he can do is he can play man-to-man, but then he can all, up, um, also stop the run. So that's a big thing with Sertan. You know, reminds you of a Jalen Ramsey if you want to go that far, which someone that can just, you know, s- size and the way they move kind of. Um, you know, Sertan's about 6'1", 200 pounds. You know, I, I mean, he still can hang with you. I mean, he's fast enough for you where he can uh, hang with other people, you know. While Ramsey, you know, uh, is like that too, where they can both play the run. And Ramsey's right around that six one, about two hundred ish, and just the way they move. So that's my that would be my pro comp to him. And that I mean, the Cowboys would love that if he turns out to be Ramsey. So Sertan goes to the Cowboys. Now you get to the Giants here. This is a tough one too because you go edge. Linebacker, I think, has to be the need. I think Micah Parsons is there out of Penn State. They don't really have a true leader in the defense, so I think they have to go linebacker, get a Mike linebacker, get someone that's going to be your 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 staple in the defense, and a defense that's rising. And 
You could also go tackle because you could say, well, to make it a regular year for Daniel Jones, especially with the addition of Kenny Galladay. But you have to remember that. I mean, it's kind of a hole over. I mean, the, the offensive line, yeah, it's bad, but I think linebacker is even worse in terms of just need. So Michael Parsons, and he's just too good of a player to pass up. Now you get to the Eagles, and they'd be happy as anything to get Jalen Waddle to fall into their laps, laps there. Speed guy, you know, quick release is great, and he can make some tough catches, you know. That's where he can line up outside, line up in the slot. You can use him on jet sweeps. Um, he's tough. He's tough to bring down. I would, if I had to compare with somebody, mm, I mean that's tough because, mm, like you know, he's not going to be your ex, your uh, your your uh, your DeAndre Hopkins, you know those. AJ Green, those X guys that Kenny Galladay, you know, or Jamar Chase, those X guys that you can just kind of throw it up to them and they'll come down with tough catches, catches, and they can go after the run too. You know, those normal guys are tough to bring down so they can to the run. But he's not a speed guy. You know, he isn't a Tyree Kill or Henry Ruggs or you know those deep threats that have fast and can you know put the moves on you. I mean, I could, I could, I, you know, he can slice and dice three. He, he's a he can release off the line great. So, I mean, if you're just talking about pure, I mean, if you, if I'm going big here too, but I mean, if he could live up to it, I mean, you could see some similarities in uh, Stefan Diggs in terms of, you know, what they can do. And in, in also, you know, just where they can line up because you can see Diggs line up in the slot and outside. And they're both tough guys to bring down. They can hit you with your moves, you know, one-on-one. So that's, I think, Jalen Waddle at 12 to the Eagles would be the perfect fit. And the receiver is just terrible there. So that'd be awesome fit for the Eagles. You got the two Jalens hooking up. Jalen Hurts, Jalen Waddle, he'll be perfect. And the Chargers are here. And your tackle's right there. Rashawn Slater at a Northwestern. Big guy. And you got to plug him in. You got to help Herbert as much as you can because he is the future. So you got to get Slater. It's, it's, it's a need to. It isn't just like, well, protect the QB. I mean, it's really bad there. Tackle. I think they, they upped up center when they got Corey Lindsley from the Packers. But I mean, this is a guy that's going to, you know, in a division where there is some tough edge rushers to face against, especially on that Broncos team. So, I mean, that's. That's someone that you have to just pay. If he's there, you just have to easy. Two seconds should should be to take that, not even. So now you get to the Vikings, and this is an interesting team as well. Because the O-line and now safety is a pretty big need too. But the safety class wasn't that great. I mean, you could reach for Trayvon Morig. I mean, we're not doing trades, but they could trade back, I guess. Corner could be a need too. J.C. Horn's there. Off the lines there. Elijah Tucker out of USC. And in, in, inside offensive lineman there. You know, he's probably around there, too. Great athletic. Um, but where do they go? You know, you want edge, you want tap. I mean, this is such a tough team to uh, to mock there because I could see them doing a lot of things. Hmm. I would think that they... Think that they would have to address the offensive line here. So with the 14th overall pick, I would think they go Christian Darisaw tackle out of Virginia Tech. It's tough there too because they're a team that they could go either offense or defense. Um, he's dominant in the pass blocking. I mean, just watch the way. I mean, he's 6'5", 315, but he can move pretty fast. And 
I mean, where the Vikings are a run-first team, that's where he should thrive at. Um, although his pass blocking is probably better than his run. But, uh, I mean, when you have Dalvin Cook, it's tough not because he can just find holes. But I think that that's one of those interesting teams because I could see O-line. I could see anywhere on the defense, whether it be corner, your safety, linebacker, or edge. I mean, I think they're, up, they're fine up front, but I think edge would be a big need too. Now you get to the Patriots, and your QBs are gone, right? So your QBs are gone. So that means you have to kind of work around here. I mean, they probably could trade up. I could see them trading up there. But for no trades here, if he's stuck in puck at 15, so where do you go, right? You want, you know, Edge, Edge, but Jalen Phillips could be a need there. And then as well, J.C. Horn at a cornerback. I think that they can make a move and get him because of the cornerback class. I mean, when you look right now, what uh, the uh, their cornerback, you know, it's questions whether I mean Stephon Diggs. I mean Stephon Gilmore said he could, he would like to be back, but um. I think that there's a, especially with him getting older, I don't think they would treat him, but there's a possibility. Um, and then when you look at the other the other guys, there's still some questions whether they can be the number one uh, corners. So I think they would go J.C. Horn here, cornerback out of South Carolina, to play with the other J.C., J.C. Jackson, who, you know, is a good is a good cornerback too. So that would be a nice young duo that you would have there. Because if you just stuck and pick at 15, I, there's really no other guy you would think that you, you could get. I mean – yeah, it's tough. So now you get to the Cardinals, and that would that would have been a nice pick for them because they need corner really bad. But offensive line actually is a big need, and this is not one that you're thinking about. But I mean, if they got Elijah Vera Tucker here, I think you almost just have to trade in the pick and get someone inside there. The tackles, it's not terrible there at, at the tackle, but inside you need somebody better up front. So Vera Tucker, I think, could be the pick there. Keep him, um, you know, on the West Coast there. Vera Tucker to the Cardinals at 16. Now you get to the Raiders. Tackle's big. But linebacker's also pretty big, too. They don't really have a guy. And, I mean, Jeremiah Wusu Kormo from Notre Dame's there. And I think you have to make the pick. Could be a bit of a, eh, not a reach-reach, but but still, um, you know, still somewhat of a reach. I I kind of think you have to make the pick there and take Wusu Kormo at 17. So now you get to the Dolphins. And what do the Dolphins do? You know, they can use a running back. They can use edge. And there's some good edge rushers here. Hmm. But where where would they go is the question here. I mean, I like Jason Owe out of Penn State, but I think that's too big of a reach. So I think it's either Jalen Phillips or Aziz Ojolari out of Georgia. Aziz, yeah, I can see him. He's fast and quick. He can get off the line fast. I think they would like that. Um, and I think I'll do it from Georgia, Aziz Ojolari. From Georgia to the Dolphins, um, you know, he'll just continue to fight out without those plays, and that's what he is. He can play off the ball too, which is big, but then he can go and get the quarterback because he's fast. So that's a good fit for the Dolphins there at 18. So now it gets Washington, right? And they're weird. They're a weird team, but I mean, if you had to just stick and pick with tackle, Tevin Jenkins is there from Oklahoma State. You kind of have to make the pick 
uh, just by need tackle. Whoever the quarterback's going to be, you have to just protect him. So I think that would be what they would want to do there at 19, knowing that the quarterback could the quarterback up. There's still some weird, you know. It looks like Fitzpatrick will be the starter, but I mean, you it's, you never know you know, what what they could pull, and then maybe they trade up and get a quarterback because it's just too big of a reach to take anybody else. I mean, your next best guys, maybe even Kyle Trask, maybe not, maybe it's somebody else like Davis Mills or Kellen Mond. So you get to twenty with the Bears, another weird team as well. You, you go receiver, I think you have to. I think you do with Rashad Bateman there because Allen Robinson doesn't look like one of wants to be there, like I said. So it's going to be tough to see if he's going to leave. But they kind of play similar, Bateman and Allen Robinson. So at least you're getting somebody of that um, that type if he does leave. So Bateman, I think, out of Minnesota would be the pick going to Chicago, going to Chi-Town. So that would be the pick there. You know, Robinson leaves. I would think he would want to because, I mean, like I said, he wanted a long-term contract somewhere else, some big money somewhere else. I mean, you were looking at – he was probably getting close to, what, 100, somewhere around there, over five. I mean, it's a big deal. But for a receiver like him, I mean, you kind of have to – I threw out the Jets. I thought they would pay big money to him just to get a known face, reliable target, then get Zach Wilson, package that up. They didn't make the move, and then the Bears go and tag him. So I don't think he was too happy with that. So I think he would probably wait out this tag and then get a get a long term deal next year. The the years just keep ticking up for him. Um, he's still in his prime. Um, sure, um, you know he's only 20, 26, 27. He'll be twenty seven by next season. So you still have him in his prime, but I mean, he could have got some money somewhere else. And I think in a better fit because the Bears got quarterback right now. It's awful. But Bateman, I think, would be the pick at twenty. Now you get to the Colts. Tackle, cornerback would be nice. And I think Greg Newsom would be the nice pick there, cornerback out of Northwestern. His stock's been rising recently. Um, so that's a, uh, you know, whether he can play inside or outside, you know he can come up and hit. That's the big thing that he can do. Um, in in the back, I mean, the ball skills are great. He's, he's what, you know, what you want for a ball hawk in the back. Greg Newsom, I think, could be the pick. You know, he can come out and, t- and hit, which is a big thing. The problem is whether he can really stick to a corner, you know, like just, you know, like a shutdown corner could and really just, you know, hold them because he is smaller. And also injuries have been a big concern. But I think knowing that it's a big need, Newsom, Greg Newsom at Northwestern would be a big get for them at 21. So, yeah, I get to the Titans, and I think it's almost you kind of have to go um, defense. I mean, their defense – I don't know what the Titans are doing on defense right now. I mean, they're letting go of everybody. I mean, they're just – it's crazy what they're doing. And and on, uh, you know, on offense too, um, tight end and wide receiver, they let, you know, let Adam Humphreys, let Corey Davis and Johnny Smith all leave. So, I mean, that just makes no sense at all. I don't know. I don't know what that uh, what they're doing. And then on defense too, look at the defense. The cornerbacks, are, it's awful there. They, they lose – Odori Jackson, who they just cut, Desmond King, and Malcolm Butler. Their starting three corners are gone, and they didn't really replace them at all. So, yeah, that's got to be a cornerback. The problem is your best cornerback, I mean, is Caleb Farley. He's a good cornerback. His stock's kind of lowering just because, you know, guys continue to move up, and um, I think he missed the combine, if I'm not 
he you know he's had a lot of injuries to ACL tear so I think Farley it is a bit of a man maybe it's not but Farley just knowing that it's such a huge need you kind of have to do it at 22 now you get to the Jets and they need edge so Quiddy Pay out of Michigan would be a nice kid for them but I don't think so I think they could opt to do something else there they could look at the running back position and say, hmm, maybe we could get some there. Etienne or Najee Harris. I think they would go with Travis Etienne out of Clemson. Swift little quick back in the backfield can catch the ball, which is big. He's a pass catching back. So with Zach Wilson, you're going to want that, not just a pure bell cow. So that's a great pick for 23 at the Jets. Because, you, you know, you're going to need that swift guy out of the backfield for them to catch those balls. Because the weapons are still lacking. So now you get to the Steelers. They're a tough team, too. You think running back, yeah, you're probably right with Najee Harris just because they lost James Conner and there's really no replacement there. I mean, corner would be big. I mean, offensive line, it, there's not the great ones available. Landon Dickerson, if you wanted to reach, I think Najee Harris. Uh, I'll go Dickerson there, actually. I think Dickerson just because it's a need and running back is replaceable too. So if, if you know, if he's there, then maybe – but I think that they would, if you're looking at from Ben Roethlisberger's, like, oh, it could be the last year. We, you know, if we, if we could find, there are some running backs off the scrap heap that could, won't do great, but they could still just get some of the job done, I guess. So I think Landon Dickerson would go there at 24 to the Steelers. Now you get to the uh, Jaguars at 25. And I think they kind of have to go, you know, somewhere on the defense here. So, I mean, edges are there. I mean, safeties. I, I like, I was mocking Trayvon Morig there. I also continue doing it. Trayvon Morig, safety out of TCU. <clears throat> That's a good gift because they need someone at the back. Uh, really badly. Uh, he can, you know, he can go play the ball. That's what he can do the best. Um, you know, he's an outside safety. He's not a box safety, so he won't play the run. But when you're talking about if you could just call him a free safety, free safety, that's as good as you'll get with Moberg. So then you get to the Browns at 26, and edges are there, and that's Jalen Phillips right away. You just have to make the pick at edge. I mean, they they could that's that's their need right there, and that's a, that's a, um, if he could fall to 26, that'd be perfect. So now you get to the Ravens, and they would probably would have liked that pick there. They would have liked that pick. But Quiddy pays right there too, so yeah. I mean, that's you can do that. I mean, you, it's take your pick, Jalen Phillips, Quiddy pay there, and they just go. You know, Phillips goes first, so they get pay at twenty-seven, and he's a scheme fit too, so that's perfect. You know, smash ball. You know, that's what they want to do. They want to punch you in the mouth. You know, he's a three-four. That's what they run. So that's that would be perfect. Now you get to the Saints at twenty-eight, and. I mean, corner, you could go linebacker, I think would be a need. Wide receiver, Elijah Moore, Kadarius Tony. Yeah, I could see it happening. I could see it, but I think for this one, I'll go linebacker with Zayvon Collins. I think that's got to be the pick better. I think it just has to. You have to look at that and say, well, we got to get some young because they're an old team. And Drew Brees retired, so it's going to get worse. And Zayvon Collins would be a great get for them if they could get him out of Tulsa. So now you get to the Packers. Receiver's probably it. I would think so. Yeah, definitely. Yep. Yeah. Um, 
I think Elijah Moore would be the pick there to the Packers. You know, someone that, you know, when you get Devontae Adams, that's where you want, but he's a quick slot receiver. That's what he'll do, and that's what you want when you got – when all the attention goes to Devontae Adams, you want Elijah Moore on that outside there. So that would be a perfect pick at 29. Now you get to the Bills at 30, and where do they go? Corner, not the – Eric Stokes. You can maybe go Stokes, or you can, you know, beef up the inside and go Christian Barmore which I think would be the pick there, Barmore, to the Bills. He's their identity. You know, not going to just do his job and get the job done. That's what he'll do. That's that's kind of the Bills. They're not real showy about it, and that's what they do, kind of picking up that Pats, Patriots mentality there. So now the Chiefs at 31. This is a tough one, too, because, I mean, Sam calls me there. Do you reach and get a tackle, or do you go more linebacker, Jamin Davis. That's tough. That's a tough one to do. Or Nick Bolton. I like Nick Bolton, actually, to the Chiefs. I think that would be their pick. Their guy. Or Davis out of Kentucky. I mean, Jamin Davis is a really good player. And his stock's only rising, so I think they would probably... Yeah, I'll go Nick Bolton there for the fun of it. Missouri. Nick Bolton can hit you. He can come up and uh, play the run, so that's something big. And he can drop back in coverage. And they need a linebacker. Bad. It's got to be on defense now. They settle the offense. It has to be on defense. So now we get to the Bucks. The last pick. In the uh, first round. And, you know, big Jason Away fan out of Penn State. That's 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 my guy there, because he reminds me a lot of the Von Miller, you know, fast off the. And Von Miller was my favorite player, so fast, explosive, lengthy, can get to the quarterback, has some great moves. You know, he's got the same move where Von Miller does, you know, the phantom move where it looks like he's offside, but he's actually, you know, just uh, he's still on sides. It just looks to just get a better start. Physicality is big, and the athleticism, the numbers, the athletic uh, ability just jumps off the charts when you get to play with him. So that'd be great if they could get him. And it's a, it's it's someone that it's a young piece. I would think that they would put. I think they would, they would take him there. So that concludes round number one. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna be, uh, we'll hop right into the second round here. Uh, we get to the Jaguars at pick 33. So I think what the Jaguars <clears throat> would do, they would opt to go on the offensive line here, and I think they would opt to take Sam Cosme out of Texas. When you draft Trevor Lawrence, you have to get the future you know, help on the offensive line. I think that's easily Sam Cosme would be a great. Had some first-round grades in the beginning. Stock kind of dropped a little bit. Other players rise, but he's a for the first pick in the second round. Sam Cosby going to the Jaguars. Now you get to the Jets at 34, and their guy's still there. They would take Eric Stokes, uh, Eric, Eric Stokes uh, out of Georgia. Um, that's that's their cornerback. Their cornerback group's really old. Um, he's physical with it, Eric Stokes. So that would be a great get, um, you know, concluding a pretty good draft for them so far with ETN, Zach Wilson, and Eric Stokes now at 34. So we'll go to the Falcons at pick number 35. So what do the Falcons do? I pick, well, this is a tough one. It really is. I, I could see them doing some things. Um, 
you know, so do you, do you reach for a QB now? You go Davis Mills. You go Kellen Mond, which would be a cool fit. I think you have to almost just look at the defensive line and help that um, and help that out there because linebacker corner could be it, but I think linebacker could also be a, a big um, a big need for them too. So Jamin Davis. Uh, out of Kentucky, I'd like to go there. Uh, he can play on the coverage. That's his big thing. So he was a great Kentucky player this last year. And Jamin Davis goes to the Falcons at pick number 35. Dolphins at pick 36. Another, where do they go from here? I mean, where do they go now? Um, running back would be cool. Najee Harris is there. I think you only just have to pull the plug on that when he's there. I mean, that's just an easy pick. Najee Harris, you get him in the second round at pick 36. I mean, the Dolphins would do that all day. They get uh, Jamar Chase, Aziz in the first, you know, this mock, and then they get Najee at 36. That would be perfect for the uh, Dolphins. Eagles pick 37. Interesting one here for the Eagles. Eagles, I think, would... Well, where would they go here? You know, let's see. So, corner, hmm. Kelvin Joseph out of Kentucky. I don't know. Asante Samuel Jr. would be cool. Um, I would, I, I would like that there. Um, I don't know if they'll do it, but uh, safety not the best. I'll go Asante Samuel Jr. here though. I like him out of just like his dad used to do it. I think he went to the Eagles, Asante Samuel, but best known as a Patriot. Um. You, he's one of those guys that, uh, you know, he can play in the slot, but you don't think of him because he can. Um, he's fast, and he what he can also do is he can come and play the run. But he's a, he's he's man heavy. You know that's what he is. That's that's who will be just like Asante Samuel was. Mean that he'll go on an island with somebody. But what's underrated about him is that he can come play the run. Which you know he's undersized, definitely at five ten, but. Um, it's tough to separate from him because he's pretty. Uh, he's got great instincts on that uh, on those hands. So that's great there. Asante Samuel Jr. going to pick number thirty-seven to the Eagles. Now the Bengals at thirty-eight. I think receiver would be nice to get Kadarius Tony, Terrace Marshall. I'd probably like Terrace Marshall there hooking up uh, with Joe Burrow, LSU guys. That'd be a good get for them. A guy that can do kind of all sorts of things. He's not like can do one thing great. But again, I'll give you contribute in all different ways. So Terrace Marshall, 38 to the Bengals would be the pick for me there. Uh, and that'd be a good get. So I get to the Panthers at pick 39. Off the line needs a ton of work. I mean, Liam Eichenberg is here. And I think you just have to pull the plug and get him. Um, tackle's a huge need. I gave him Justin Fields earlier, but I mean, that's just a big, big glaring need up front for them. Probably play a left tackle because I think Taylor Bowen's the right tackle, but that'd be a great, great fit for them. Broncos, again, linebacker, need it, need it, need it. Baron Browning, Ohio State, that's that's a pick there. Um, you know, he can play off the ball, but he's also great at blitzing on the QB off the edge. So Baron Browning, Ohio State going to the Broncos would be a good get at pick for number 40. Long. That's what. That's what they are. You know that they're probably going to want him to play more off the ball because we have Bradley Chubb and Von Miller. That's kind of what you want. So I, I, I do think he'll get some reps there, but I do think that would be his main position as as the one linebacker. Forty-one, Detroit Lions, another tough team. 
offensive line maybe, but the defense is awful and the cornerback's awful. And I think Kelvin Joseph would be the pick here. Uh, you know, that's, that's a Kentucky has some good, great, uh, cornerbacks, um, aggressive defender there for Kelvin Joseph. Uh, you know, his stock kind of rise a little bit. I think they would kind of have to go get him just because the cornerback room is so bad there. You know, they try to make all the Patriots, uh, moves and get all the, like Trey Flowers, Danny Shell, and all those guys and try to, uh, Patriot weighed out, but it just didn't really work. And contracts kind of blow up in their face because I think they like played, Trey Flowers for way too much money. Um, it was too much for a guy that, you know, he's okay at best. I mean, so he, he made $14 million this year. Then he made, then it's only going to go up to he's $17 million and then he's $18 million. And that's going to, that can sometimes uh, screw your cap. Um, so that was a bad move by them, just kind of overpaying. It was Matt Patricia's first year. Um, and they just kind of wanted to, uh, Get a Patriot, so they just spend a lot of money. Uh, but that was, I mean, you could tell that that was an awful contract. Um, but now we get to the Giants at pick 42. And another cornerback, you can go corner here as well. But Edge would be nice. Joe Tryon, I think, out of Washington would be their, their guy to get. They got linebacker. They go more defense and get Tryon out of Washington. Tough player, that's that's that that would be great in Patrick Graham's defensive scheme there. At the four three defensive end, that'd be perfect. I mean, you can see he's fast enough to you know come off the edge, but you know ideally you want him to break inside and he can stop the run too. Forty three, San Francisco Forty Niners, another tough team to mock. You probably offensive line here. Um, uh, I think Alex. Uh, Mm, Jalen Mayfield's here. Alex Leatherwood's here. Mm, where do they go here? Creed Humphrey. I'll, I'll go Leatherwood here out of Alabama to them. Um, had a lot of had a lot of uh, going in there, and he was good. But can he transition into the NFL? Is the big the big question for him. He can play the run great, but the pass is a struggle for him. So we'll see what he does there at forty three to the Niners. So now we get. To the Cowboys at pick 44. Tough team to mock. Really tough here because you think offensive line. Dylan Randoms is here. I think they would probably like to go on the tackle. I think they would like to go Jalen Mayfield here. So I'll take Jalen Mayfield there because the yeah the offensive line was hurt this last year. But it was still a very old group. I mean, you're talking guys like Tyron Smith, all guys that are you know into their well into their uh, their you know thirties there. Um, well, 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 even some of some you know I think Tyron Smith's around uh, thirty five. So, uh, but uh, Mayfield will be a nice young boost, even if he doesn't start right away. I think it would be a great boost to get him. Next up, we get the, to the Jacksonville Jaguars again at pick 45. So they got their safety mower. They got their QB. They got their tackle. You're missing a receiver. You're missing a weapon. And Kadarius Tony's right there. I mean, the problem with Tony, not the best hands, not the best contested catches. After the catches are slow, but getting off the line's great. And you can use him for all sorts of trickery, too. So that's, that would be fun to use him there in that offense. I mean, that this draft so far for the Jaguars, I mean, pfft. They're just killing it out of the park. I mean, Trevor Lawrence is hands down, but then getting Mulrig, getting Tony here, and then getting Cosby when you get to take all your guys. I mean, that's perfect, perfect, perfect draft for the Jaguars. 
to now we get to the Patriots again. They go receiver, Rondale Moore. Do they try linebacker, maybe? Jabril Cox. Yeah. I don't mind Jabril Cox to, Elvis, um, to the Patriots at 46 from LSU. Um, the linebacker, you know, they get, they're getting Hightower back, but he's it's still not – he's still too old for them. Um, you know, this is someone that can play off the pass. Um, that's someone that won't rush, but he, he definitely um, – well, definitely, that's Belichick's type. You know, he'll beat you with the edge rushers, but then get someone that can play off the ball and cover tight ends. That would be Jabril Cox for you, and he can play the spy role for quarterbacks. So that would be perfect when you have Tua and Josh Allen in your division. Even Zach Wilson, going to, you know, with this mock, if he goes there, can run. That's something that you need to spy on. So now you get to the Chargers at forty-seven. And they need edge two with Ronnie Perkins or Gregory Rousseau. It's kind of take your pick here. So there's some great edge rushers available. Rousseau, I like. I think they would opt to take Rousseau. But then again, I mean, I could see them. Yeah, I think they would probably go Ronnie Perkins here. Bigger, a little bit bigger, so he plays more like a defensive end. But I mean, we can use him in the run. He just stuffed you up front, which is big for you. He came on real late for Oklahoma, and I think he go forty-seven there to the uh, to the char- uh, Chargers. So now we get to pick forty-eight, and you're looking at some guys, right? So here, here we go. So, so, um, so forty-eight, probably the Raiders. I think they would go tackle here, or. I mean, Creed Humphreys there. I think you have to go Creed out of Oklahoma. Big guy inside. I mean, he's 6'5", 3'12", so you know he can stuff it in the run. And in the pass blocking, too, he's quick enough where he can get it done, shut it down. Raiders, you know, they need more you, um, you know, more help up front. They just played Colton Miller. Uh, some big, big money. Some big, big money. Um, which, I mean, nothing's wrong with it. Nothing's wrong with that. I think it was turn a three for fifty four. Am I looking at here? Which um, that's going to be a lot of money to pay him. No, nope, you know he's twenty five. You know he's their starting left tackle. He'll be your guy into the future. I mean, but the money only goes up from six, uh, you know, sixteen, seventeen. Then it goes back down fourteen, and then twelve. It's still a lot of money for a guy that's just been okay and he's had injuries. So you need some more help there. And Creed Humphrey, I think, would be the perfect fit for you. So now you get to the. Cardinals, and again, edge is a big need there um, for them because they lose this. Um, uh, what's his name? Uh, who am I thinking of? Uh, the Panthers. Uh, Panthers got him. Uh, why can I not think of his name? Um. um Um, what was his name? It came from the. Uh, I can't believe I can't think of his name right now. Edge rusher. Thank you, Hassan Reddick. How did I think for the name? He was one of the best edge rushers. Hassan Reddick. I just had a mind blank. Right. Uh, yeah. But uh, Reddick is gone now, so I think Russo would be the pick. Long, athletic, a lot of long guys in this draft. But what he could specialize is is he's raw in the run game. But what you can really, you know. You know he's undeveloped, but you're looking. You're you're looking at the um, 
the future for him. You know, it's he's he's a work. He's not a plug and play. He's but he's um he's a good player that you can build around. You gotta develop him. But right now you can see what he can turn out to be. Um, you know, in that in that Von Miller mold of a long guy that can come off the edge, speed, tall, quick, can not as great in the run, but when it comes to getting after the quarterback and chasing them down, that's great. Uh, so that'd be a great get for Russo at forty nine to the Cardinals. So now we get to pick fifty with the uh, with the Dolphins, and they got their edge rusher, they got their running back, and they got their receiver. So maybe you go on the defensive line here. Um, maybe you do, or maybe you go somewhere in the back with safety, which would be a good get. Um, Richard Grant, someone I like for them. I think they would like to take him. Javon Holland's pretty good from Oregon too. That would be a Jamar Johnson. These are all good players here. All great free safety players here that you're looking at. Um, these are all guys that can come in the back, you know, not great run stuffers. I mean, you know, Javon Holland can. He's versatile, so he can you can come and play the run, but you're all looking at guys that can come back and uh, get the ball. That's what they most easily do. Um, so I think they would go safety here at this spot. Corner, they don't they don't need it. I'm just looking at the guys. Uh, but I think they would go safety at this spot and take Richie Grant. Uh, UCLA, uh, keep him in Florida. Keep him local, and Grant would be the pick at 50. So then Washington comes. Washington football team comes. The linebackers aren't great that are available, so you probably have to pass on one of them just because, I mean, it's a need. I'm looking at the team needs here, but you probably just have to pass on one of them. Yeah. So I think cornerback would be good, and Aaron Robinson, I think, at a UCF. You get back-to-back UCF guys going there. <clears throat> that would be great. You can play both man and zone coverage. Um, just reading the player report. Don't know a lot about his game, to be honest with you. I know he's a slot cornerback. That's what he'll do because he's smaller. And they, <clears throat> you look at Washington, they need quarterbacks too. I mean, that's just, it, you know, Ron Rivera's a defensive coach, and that's just going to help him out more in a loaded defense, defense already. So when you get to the Bears at 52, pick 52 here. So Bears, mm, quarterback, do you go it? Yeah, I'm going to do Kellen Mond, quarterback for the Bears. They get the future. He had a great pro day, which really helped his stock because that's what it can do for players. You know, it can uh, the pro days not only see your numbers that you can put up, but they can also see your uh, – it can also grow your stock if you have a great pro day. And Kellen Mond, I mean, that would be perfect for him. Uh, Smart quarterback. He's played at Texas A&M. He can run. He's a tough guy. But he's very efficient with the passes, too. Not the hugest arm in the world, but when you look at smart IQ and been there a while. You know, again, high end. But uh, the, you're, you're banking on the future, you know, maybe not the most consistent play, but what you could get for him. I think it would be a great future for the Bears. So Titans at fifty-three. Okay. Titans at fifty-three. Would probably go on the probably to get a weapon. You probably gotta go Rondale Moore out of Purdue. Get a quick guy because they're I just said they you know they they're losing a lot of weapons. So 
what are you gonna do about that? Yeah, you gotta get somebody Swiss Army knife, and he can return it. I know that's not what you're gonna get. You're not gonna get from him. Obviously, putting a second round pick on a returner would never be smart at all. But he can just do it, so he can give you multiple rules in in a receiver. Colts fifty four tackle. You gotta replace that left tackle spot. Dylan Randon is here, and that's the pick out of North Dakota State. Easily, I mean, you gotta just make that pick right away. Um, think to, to go, um, you know. With their, um, you know, the offense needs help, but, you know, you get Greg Newsom now, and then you, you get Dylan Randons. I mean, the receivers aren't terrible, so you got that going for you. Then you get Steelers at 55. That's their self too, because if you look at the the running, the running backs that are available, Um, there, you know, Javante Williams at North Carolina would be a good get for them. Um, quick guy out of the backfield. I could see that happening. Um, we got an offensive line already. We could get linebacker. Again, the linebacking courts, the linebackers that are available are not great. Um. Corners, Elijah Molden will be good. Um, Fatty uh, Malafon, uh, Syracuse is good. Uh, I think everybody's first length. There's a lot of lengthy guys in this draft, so I think that would be a good get for them. Malafon will going to the Steelers at 55. It could be a reach, but again, a high-end guy. You know what you do? They play the zone coverage, and that's what he can do the best at. So that you would get there at 55. So you get 56 to Seattle. So 56 to Seattle, you know, you think, you know, this is their first pick right now. So you have to just address the defense right away just because, or the offensive line, it's just one of the two. Because best player else, probably not those guys, obviously. But so tackle, mm, Freddie Christensen, mm, Jackson Carmen, yeah. Mm, do you go that? Mm, White Davis inside. You try to get some inside help. I know they're a running football team, so that could be what they want to do. Uh, I mean, I think they would almost have to go on the defensive, but the, you know, the edge. I mean, Osai would not be a bad fit there. Joseph Osai, he wouldn't actually. Uh, that's not really the exact scheme you'd want from him. That's not what they run, so maybe you would stay away. And maybe you would go for the offensive line. I think they would. Brady Christensen out of BYU. That would be uh, – because Russell Wilson has made it known that he needs help. I mean, he gets a lot of every freaking year. So, I mean, you have to get somebody to just help him up up front. So that would be the Rams at 57 now. Again, tackle. Offensive line, or you could go in the defense too. Defense in tight end too. Pat Frymouth. I like Frymouth there. Actually, I would like to get Frymouth on the team. Red zone threat when we take the top off the defense, but when they play the two tight end role, that's what he can thrive in with Tyler Higby there. So that'd be perfect there. Frymouth, you get him as a red zone guy. You don't need him to be your your Gronk, but you just need him to do the little things. And the Rams don't even care about picks. They're just throwing them out the window. So they'll take him there.
So we get to pick 58 here. So we get to pick 58. And, and the Ravens at pick 58. I mean, that's tough because I think safety could be there. Javon Holland would be great. Uh, but when you get to, um, I mean, weapons, that's the thing. And you get Amari Rogers. I Clemson. I mean, I, I would go safety here. I would probably go Javon Holland. Um, that That's something that you can play in the back when you can get a lot of pressure up front. That will only help players in the back get um, get the, their hands on the ball. So that's what Javon Holland can do at Orient. Pretty sure he opted out of the season. I'm not entirely sure. That's something that you can get there. Um, Second round pick that they're going all in on the defense, as you can see so far. Because that's what their biggest needs are. You know, it's something that they have to get faster with, quicker in the back end. If you apply pressure in the beginning, then that will only help. You know, get get players get more interceptions in the back because if you have more pressure, then. So if you get, you know, the first round pick, you know, we took Quiddy Pay. I took Quiddy Pay. So that's someone that the Ravens are putting together another nice draft um, so far on the defensive side of the ball. So that'd be, uh, if they could get those two, I think that would be their best, their best, uh, their best options to get. So let me go 59 with the Cleveland Browns. So probably defense again. Um, Inside defensive lineman, you know I'm looking at the team needs here, and you know just not help up front. You got to get help. So, mm, Davion Nixon at Iowa, Levi was a rookie out of Washington. Two big guys inside could help definitely. When you know when you look at the offense, they probably don't need actually that much help. So. You know, there's not really a need on. I mean, the offensive line is probably maybe the best in the league. And then your quarterback, obviously, you're set there. Running back set, receiver set, and tight end set. So they could literally go every pick defense. I wouldn't be shocked at that at all. So I'll go on with a rookie there out of Washington. You know, you can take your pick between him and Nixon. Those are the top two on the board in terms of inside defensive linemen. That's who you would take probably there. Um but now you get to 60, and it's just tough because when you get to the, the Saints here, you know, you're, you're that's the end of the team. You know, I get to him go receiver, but the offensive line set, and obviously they're good with the quarterbacks. Mm. So probably receiver, maybe tight end. I mean, I like Troutman there. They like Troutman, who they drafted last season. But I could see defense there as well. Osai actually would be uh, – Osai's tough, but uh, I think Osai would be a cool a cool gift for them out of the edge. They need younger players. That's something that they could build around. Um, so if you go receiver there – 
Then you get Rodgers out of Clemson, which would be your guy to play next to Michael Thomas, who would be your slot receiver, you know, your, your main receiver to play against. So that's who I, I would probably go Rodgers there to get a weapon. Um, so then the Bills, as 61, you took defense in the beginning. You're probably have to, gonna have to take it again. I mean, receiver, I'm a good receiver, actually, for them. And it's not the best available. They gave me Brown out of North Carolina. I like. Um, it's a guy that I like. Mm. He won't be your number one, and he doesn't need to be in the Bills, obviously, when they have Stephon Diggs. So it won't matter at all. Um, because that's where, you know, he's still not polished, obviously. So if you can take him as your number two, then that would be fine. Um, I think as a number two, that would be actually a pretty good option because when you trade away some of your guys, that would be perfect to, to get him as a number two. So we get Green Bay at 62. I mean, that's tough there. Um, we could get tackle um, up front. Carmen, mm, just, it seems like it's too big of a reach to get him. The inside's not that great, too, as well. So, why Davis, I guess, wouldn't be the worst thing in the world. I would take Davis there at 62 because, I mean, you lose Corey Lindsley, and they're running, you know, they're, they like to run it up your gut. So, I think Wyatt Davis would be the fit there at 62 when you have to replace, I mean, that'd be the perfect replacement. You know, that's kind of a feel actually, when you think of it, um, plug and play guy, you know, what you're going to get at him. That would be a good fit. So 63, you get to Kansas city and Kansas city. Could go tackle here. I could also see receiver. They wanted to get more. Um, you got linebacker. I think you just have to get a get an offensive lineman. It's not the great available, but I think Karma is just going to have to be your tackle there at sixty three. You get, don't really have a choice. You're you're picking in the later round, so obviously you know you're going to get some of the less guys available. So that would be their pick there. And the Buccaneers, I think, would try to go more on the offensive line. Davian Nixon out of Iowa would be a great kid too. Mm. Jake Tefillite at a USC would be good. Mm. You, you could even go receiver, get a slot one. You go Collins, Dwayne Eskridge, fast guys. I mean, Collins, you know, it's more your big guy out front. Um, so I think Collins would be good. I'm going to Ross St. Brown. Uh, mm. Last pick of the second round. You have to make a pick here. I would go on Ross St. Brown here for USC. I would go uh, on Ross St. Brown. So that is the draft. You're returning into this one. This was a good one. Mock draft 4.0. Man, I, I feel like our, these teams nailed it. Um, they really did. Um, so, yeah, so that was the mock draft. Can't wait for the draft. I could do a 5.0. I don't know. Maybe not. I could get into some NBA talk, too. We haven't done that in a while, while. I mean, 
it's just when middle of regular season is hard to do, but I'll definitely do playoff picks, awards, all that stuff. So you're going to get a lot of, a lot of NFL, I mean, NBA coming up soon. But this was the mock draft. Thank you for tuning in. And, uh, you know, it's going to be uh, interesting because I love free agency over, you know, Deshaun Watson still have it without a team. If I had to quick pick, if I had to give you my team that I think you would go to, I'll tell you right now, I think you would go to Denver. That would be my guess. Denver, Drew Locke, a couple first, maybe a young guy in the defense, a second, some cash. I think we'll get it done. I would think we'd go to Denver. That would be my first bet for him to go, but that's going to wrap it up. Um, Thank you for tuning in. Uh, Remember to subscribe to the podcast if you want to hear more of my draft uh, material. And uh, I'll see you guys probably next week. If not, I'm going away. So maybe the week after would be the best bet. But uh, thank you guys for tuning in to the Field of the Court podcast. See you guys again.